Welcome to another episode of the Victory Baptist Church podcast. This podcast is a ministry of Victory Baptist Church in Valdosta, Georgia. To learn more about our ministry and the impact it has had in our community for over 50 years, visit VictoryBaptistValdosta.com. Now let's listen as Pastor Ward brings today's message from God's Word. Not all 13 of the verses, I'm not going to read them right now, but I'm focused on, and uh, I can, I, I've only preached from this text two previous times, and, um, and the reason for that, the best message I ever heard from this text and from this title is one Brother Greg Phillips preached a few years ago, and it's found in verse number nine, the last words there, the last five words, I guess it is, for God is for me. Brother Greg preached a great message there. I have some of the notes, not in this Bible, but one of my other Bibles that I use, and I go back and, and reference that again and again. Just one of those messages that just kind of reaches down into the heart, uh, it reaches up into the head, it reaches down into the gut, it just gets all over your life that God is for me. I know that can be, if you want to just kind of change the, um, uh, the articulation of how those words are said, uh, it can be interpreted in two different ways. But I think that it's encouraging for us to understand tonight that God is on our side. God is for me. God is for me or God is for me. And I think either way it works really good. And, um, and so it's important for us to understand sometimes we feel like everybody's against us, don't we? And uh, if you just count numbers, the majority is against us tonight. But when God's on your side, I like what Brother Ali, Ali Salmon, <laughs> Sammy Allen, wow. It's been a busy week. I spent more time with sheriff's deputies this week than I have doing anything else. And I made that one call a little bit ago, and you know, you probably understand what's been going on. But anyhow, uh, without getting into that tonight, uh, <laughs> I remember one of the first tape series that I ever had, Brother Carlton might have given it to me, and, and uh, it was on, a, um, it, was, it had, a, uh, it, it dealt with those spoonerism, those slip, slip of the lips. It was about using your mouth too much, one of those tapes forget the guy's name out of Florida, and anyway, but, uh, but he had several of them. He talked about how, he said one time he was preaching in the book of Jonah, and he said, and Jonah went down into the belly of the whale, I mean the belly of the whale, the whale of the bell, the whale of the bell. He said, excuse me, he said, I didn't mean to say the whale of the bell, I meant to say the bell of the whale. And, um, and then he had a whole bunch of those. He said one time there was an usher in church at was uh, bringing some of the families in. We need to get better at that. Bringing some of the visiting families in, helping them find a pew. Got people walk around Sunday morning just looking for a pew, and uh, and he and he he walked them over to a certain pew, and uh, and he uh, someone was sitting there, so they were trying to get in, and uh, and uh, he said to the lady, he said, "May may I sew you to the poo? May I sew you to the poo?" He said, "I'm sorry." Uh, maybe I should say, would you like to occupy, 
would you like to occupy the pie? And, uh, but it's been a long time since that. But those, if you say enough, they're going to come out. Some of them have come out that weren't so good. And, uh, and uh, I won't go over those with you tonight. But, but uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about. And um, so now, uh, back to our text. <sighs> All right. Brother Sammy Allen. He said that, uh, that, that, uh, that I'm nothing. He said, according to 1 Corinthians 3, the apostle said, I am nothing and Apollos is nothing, but God is everything. And he said, you take the one and you put two zeros by it and you've got 100%, 100%. Okay, all right, let's look at our text tonight. I've got to quit running around. I'm, I'm going to lose my place for sure. And verse number nine, when I cry unto thee, then shall mine enemies turn back. This I know, God is for me. God is on my side. God is there to help us, and he identifies with that in this passage of Scripture. And so I'm stealing Brother Greg's title for the third time, God is for me. Now we find three important proofs in our text. We'll move along very quickly tonight, just stay with me. Three important proofs in this text. In verse number 13, kind of starting at the end and making our way backwards. He said in verse number 13, For thou hast delivered my soul from death, Wilt thou not deliver my feet from falling, that I may walk before thee, walk before God in the light of the living? The first proof that we have in this passage of Scripture is the proof of God's eternal salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have nothing less than everlasting life. It is eternal salvation that has been, has been given to us. And so we need to understand tonight, number one, the first one is the proof of God's eternal salvation. In three ways. God's salvation is past. He, may, he, he mentioned that in the scripture. It is past, it is present, and it is future. In the book of uh, Hebrews in chapter number nine, he has a similar passage having to deal with the same subject. And he talks about how that he has, uh, he has appeared, he hath appeared, he doth now appear, and he shall appear. The three appearances of Christ, and that text is about the blood and the forgiveness of our sins. He appeared in days gone by, he is appearing today, and he shall appear one day. And so, be sure of this. Be sure uh, that uh, God's eternal salvation is past, present, and future. Past, present, and future. And uh, then the second thing, second proof that we have, is a proof of God's infinite care. That's been on the screen one or two times tonight in the songs. Brother uh, John, he uh, talked about it. Brother Wilbur talked about it. Tonight, how that God really cares about it. I can't overemphasize that tonight. I can't emphasize in, uh, in words tonight, I can't put into words tonight how true that saying is. God's infinite care. He cares for you like no one else can care for you. I know other people care. And uh, we should care. We should care one another. We're to bear one another's burdens. We're to support. We're to help. We're to pray for one another. But nobody ever cared for me like Jesus. Number two, we see the proof of God's infinite care. That's found in verse number eight. 
Thou tellest my wanderings. I wanted to go to Psalms 119 tonight. We won't take time to do that. Thou tellest my wanderings. And look at this. Put thou my tears into thy bottle. Are they not in thy book? God cares so much about you. And uh, we studied this in the book of Revelation some time back. God cares so much about you yesterday, today, and forever that he takes time. He takes time. Every time you shed a tear, there might not have been somebody there to wipe the tears from your eyes. You might have been driving down the road and tears just rolling down the side of your face. They may have dropped off onto your clothing. Sometimes tears are left on the altar here. But according to God's word, every tear that falls from your eyes. I did a whole message a few years ago on, tent, on, on tears, and it had to do with the, uh, uh, the makeup of tears, the cause of tears, and uh, all of the, the chemicals in tears, the purpose for tears. Do you know that tears are, are a healing process for the body? That the tears release chemicals that go throughout your body, and it looks just like a little drop of water to you. But in reality, when it's analyzed under a, a microscope, tears have chemicals in them that accelerate healing in the body. Accelerate healing in the body. And every tear that you have ever, ever dropped, ladies and gentlemen, God takes them and he puts them in a bottle. That's how much he cares. We have proof of God's infinite care. The third thing is, we have proof of God's everlasting word. So there's three things. That's found, this is found in verse number four now. Verse number four. In God will I praise his word. Remember that phrase. In God will I praise his word. In God will I praise his word. And God have I put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do to me. Also down in... Um, in uh, verse number, I guess it's verse number, uh, uh, verse number 10. In God will I praise his word. Second time it's mentioned. In the Lord will I praise his word. There's people get insulted one time when I talk about how, not here obviously, and, uh, but there's some circles that you might wind up in or some circles that you may have frequented that they're not, they're not appreciative of how much you love this Bible. The songwriter said, I love the old Bible, the precious old Bible, a light on my pathway to shine. It keeps me so happy. I'm always so happy. God's wonderful book divine. There's not anything wrong tonight in praising the Word of God. Praising the Word of God. Someone that I was, uh, in, not, not too long ago, someone I was around, and uh, they were talking about those uh, ultra King James people. I didn't say anything. The setting wasn't, wasn't proper for it. And, uh, but I, I, don't, I don't apologize for being a Bible believer. I, I don't apologize for being a King James Bible believer, and I don't have time to go over that tonight. And so it's important. And so it's, it's perfectly fine 
And so he, he mentions the proof of God's infinite care, but he also mentions the proof of God's eternal word, if you're keeping our everlasting word, if you're keeping up with the notes tonight. Now with that said, without getting tied up there anywhere, let me just say these three things that uh, it's kind of a summary of all of these verses. Here's three things that happens because God is for me. Right out of our text. God, in that God is for me. God is for me. Number one, Psalm 139 said these words. I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Number one, I can rejoice and relax in his marvelous works. I, I really mean that. In the wonderful works of God, if you had time to go read uh, the verses of Psalm 139 tonight, uh, you'd find out that uh, we can be excited about the work of God and his wonderful works and his Works are majestic and, and they're marvelous. And, and when we look at all that God has done for us, number one, it should cause us to rejoice. To rejoice. Oh, I'm thankful that we are wonderfully made. And I'm thankful that, that we have this beautiful land and, and the stars and the sky and the sunsets. And, and it's about to blind me tonight. It's just about down. And coming through the back windows this time of year, it's right focused here about this time of the evening. But we can rejoice, but also, listen now, in that God's works are so wonderful, we can also relax. I was trying to preach on that a little bit Sunday night, and, and I have a long ways to go on the subject. But that's one thing we don't do very much, do we? And uh, we, don't, we don't have a clue what the Sabbath is or anything along that line, and uh, how that we're... God made us, and there's, a, there's, there's a, a time that we should rest and relax. It's good for your health. It's good for your health. It's not good to work 70, 80, 90 hours a week. Uh, we can do it, but we're, God didn't design us that way. Even the Son of God, the very Son of God, took time to rest, to rest. So number one, in, his, in that he has made everything so wonderfully and perfectly well. I can rejoice in it, and I can also just... <sighs> sure. God's works. I know, I know we think that we've got we've to keep the universe running. We've got to keep the earth in... Um, in its rotation, and some of us feel like that we are so responsible for the world around us that we completely exhaust ourselves. We're like a candle that's been lit on both ends. But in that God is working. God is working. Number two, uh, we can learn and live in His perfect will. We can rejoice and relax in His marvelous works. I can... Learn and live in his perfect will. Here's what he said in Psalms 143 in verse number 10. Teach me to do thy will. For thou art my God, thy spirit is good. Lead me into the land of uprightness. We can learn and live 
because God is for me. We can learn and live. And then finally tonight, and if you would turn with me in Psalm 119, we'll probably read a few verses there in our closing. Not only can we rejoice and relax in His marvelous work, we can learn and live in His perfect will. Number three in our devotion tonight, I can walk and worship in His amazing Word. I've already emphasized that tonight. Look with me in Psalms 119 for just a moment. Let's read a few verses. Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep His testimonies and that seek Him with a whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in His ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I be, not be ashamed when I, when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? by taking heed thereunto according to thy word, thereto according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments, wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With thy lips have I declared all judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes. I will not forget thy word. I can walk and I can worship in his amazing words. Oh yes, he is for us. And in that he is for us, we have these wonderful and precious promises. Would you stand with us tonight? It's prayer meeting night. If you want to make your way to the altar, a lot of people there on the prayer list. If you want to pray there where you are, I fully understand that. I know it's, uh, some are tired and exhausted tonight. I'm a little bit that way myself. But uh, come and Make your petitions made unto the Lord. Just come before Him tonight with whatever you have. It's prayer meeting time.